I also have a goal of enjoying life and feeling fulfilled and doing things that I enjoy. And, you know, those are goals that I have for the present, for the now. And I feel like I am achieving those as well as being on track to achieving those more long-term goals. So I do feel like while I am very, very long-term focused, I do still appreciate the now and appreciate what I'm doing. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design inside projects for motivated creators. I'm Femke. And I'm Charlie. Today we have an episode that's going to get a bit philosophical, I think. It's something that as creatives who have a side hustle, you know, we work hard, we work on a lot of things. We have to remember to live in the now. We're always thinking about the future, but what happens with the present when that comes into play? This actually, this topic was requested by someone who filled out our listener survey. And if you haven't filled that out yet and you're keen to give us some feedback, tell us a bit about yourself. That'll be linked in the show notes. But anyway... This person said, please do an episode on how you live in the now because we're always planning for the future. Will we forget to live in the present? And I thought that was a really interesting idea for a topic. First, though, before we get into that, let's talk about the now in our side project land. How is everything going, Fem? Yeah, I'm suddenly really busy and it's a good thing. Like, I like to be busy, uh, but it's sort of getting to the point now where I'm, I've got so many things on my plate, I'm sort of playing that juggling game and uh, not getting as much sleep as I would like to. So kind of getting to that stage where I need to start either saying no to things or just get better at prioritizing the current things that I've committed to. So yeah, that's me right now, just like super busy, full steam ahead. And uh, yeah, loving it. That's cool. It's good that you can be that busy, but still be enjoying it. For sure. Yeah, I have actually been asked to write a cover story for NetMag magazine. That is so exciting. Yeah, so that's really cool. So yeah, that's just an example of like something random that's kind of popped up. And now, you know, I'm squeezing that into or along with all the other things I do. So yeah, it's it's going good. And I'm really looking forward to writing that feature. But yeah, it just means lots of things on the go. It's good to be able to take up opportunities like that though because those don't come along all the time so no, exactly I think it's definitely worth fitting them in you know if you evaluate it and decide that it's worth it yeah for sure I mean I'm hoping that me doing this will obviously you know be a good experience for me and help improve my skills and whatever and build some relationships with people and you know also get my name out there a little bit more you never know what could come from that so I'm looking forward to it being out there as well and seeing what's going to happen next yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to reading it. What about you, though? Have you had a good week? I've had a very busy week as well, but not only with side project things. I'm actually heading away to Los Angeles. What do they call that? City of Angels? Uh, in next week. So by the time this episode goes out, I think I'll be there, possibly. Uh, and that's for VidCon, which is a big YouTube convention, which I'm speaking on a panel at, which is very exciting, but also very nerve-wracking. So I've just been preparing all my content and, you know, getting things ready so they can still continue to go out while I'm over there. Yeah. Do you think you'll have much time while you're there to work on side projects or are you kind of like trying to buffer everything up so that when you go, you just sort of need to hit the publish button? 
yeah, definitely the the latter. There's not going to be time at all to work on side projects. VidCon is so full on, like with all the panels and meeting people, connecting with people, and it'd be a waste, I think, to spend that time working. So the best use of my time when I'm away is going to be actually enjoying being away and everything that has to offer. So I'm trying to get everything ready beforehand so I don't have to do that. But I think the plane ride is going to be filled with getting stuff done. (laughs) That's actually a good point in terms of our topic for today and that like I I like what you said and I think I agree that if you are sort of committed to going to this conference and you know you're investing your time and your money you know it's I think it's important to make the most of it when you're there you know if you're only like showing up to half of the things because you still have to work on your own things and make sure you're meeting your own personal deadlines then you know you're not making the most of that experience right? Yeah, totally. But I I sort of, I think this is something I've come to realize over the past few years. I thought that being busy and having lots of side projects meant that you were like multitasking heaps and like always on the go, always doing something at the same time as something else. But I, I don't know if that's the way to live life. And especially since I've moved to London, I've been making a conscious effort to do whatever I'm doing and do it fully. So Evenings when I go out to a concert, for example, I don't feel guilty about that time that I could be spent editing videos. Yes, I will use, for example, the time waiting in line to reply to comments on my YouTube videos using the creator app on my phone. But I think that's just like a good use of downtime rather than not living in the moment. Yeah, I I always kind of struggle with this a little bit because to me... I mean, obviously, we're both quite future orientated people and we have goals and things that we want to do. Yeah. And so we spend a lot of our time working towards those goals. And it seems like the majority of people sort of see that as work, you know, like that's work and something that is sort of separate from life like it's sort of that work play. Oh, that's such a good point. Yeah, it's kind of that work play sort of balance, I guess, and people seeing it quite separated. But to me, I sort of see work as life. Like for me, I want to enjoy my life. And so therefore, why should work be something that I don't enjoy? Like work is something that I want to enjoy and want to keep doing and, you know, receive some fulfillment from that. So while it's hard because while while when I'm working, people might see that as, oh, you know, she's just living for the future like she's just preparing now and working now for her future goals but to me I also see that as living in the present because I'm happy when I'm working I'm feeling fulfilled I'm satisfied I'm having a good time I'm having fun and to me that is about living in the now as well like it makes me a happy person and I enjoy doing it does that make sense that does make sense I think if you were working towards your future and you're having to put in you know the hard yards doing something you didn't enjoy to get that experience or something that'd be a different scenario but because you are enjoying what you're doing right now then that is still staying present in the moment I suppose do you ever find it difficult though like when things come up that uh I'm not going to say once in a lifetime opportunity maybe not that big but just little things that happen spontaneous plans for example do you ever find it difficult to go with them because you've got, you know, we both schedule out our weeks and our to-do lists and things, what we have to get done. Do you ever find it difficult to shuffle things around to fit that in? Like, do you think it's even worth fitting things like that in? Do you know where I'm going with that? 
Yeah, I know where you're going with that. And my problem is that I like to think that I'm invincible, really. Yeah. <laughs> and I I sort of will be like, oh, yeah, you know, like so-and-so has invited us to the movies or, or whatever. Like, let's take that as an example. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, sure, that's fun. And, oh, yeah, I do have this thing to do, but that's all right. I'll do it when I come home. Or, like, I'll just get up earlier tomorrow. Or, you know, I kind of think, oh, I'm invincible. I'll just do it later like I'm not going to get tired who gets yeah, tired sleep what sleep who needs that yeah, exactly and then you kind of get to it and you come home from the movies at like 11 p.m and you're like uh well all you want to do is sleep and you know sometimes I do sometimes I'm kind of like okay well that was a choice that I made you know at the at that point in time I decided to prioritize you know lifetime uh, you know hanging out with friends and socializing and living in the now I guess as a lot of people would see that and yeah, I mean, the consequence of that is that I either need to put in more time and more effort to make sure I'm still meeting my personal deadlines or whatever, or I just have to suck it up and that thing isn't going to go out like I hoped it would. Yeah, that's making choices, right? Making conscious choices about how you're spending your time. Totally. I found that uh, when I lived in New Zealand, so when we lived together, for example, and the few years before that, my all I was thinking about was my future and this big move to London that I wanted to make. So that was what I was focused on. Like that was my future goal, like what I was working towards and everything was like leading up to that, like saving money, making sure I was getting all the things in order or whatever that I was always thinking about that future, even when it wasn't a specific plan, I knew I wanted to move overseas. So I guess my present sort of felt like it was temporary in a way, if that makes sense. But now that I'm here and since I moved to London over a year ago now, I sort of had that moment of like, okay, well, this is it. Like, this is what I've been working for. I'm here now. So now what's my next big thing? Like, what am I aiming for? And because I'd achieved that big goal that I've been thinking about for so long, it sort of allowed me to live in the present more because I feel like my whole life now is is living this goal and is living this you know, dream that I'd had for ages of living overseas. So when I do things in London, like go to shows or, you know, other events that are on in London, like I went to a movie premiere the other day that was really exciting. That was like a spontaneous thing that just came up one evening that my sister had an extra ticket to. And things like that, I consciously make the time for because, you know, living over here is what I'd been working towards for so long that I would feel like I was doing at a disservice if I didn't make the most of it in a way. Yeah, and that makes sense. And I've kind of had that same realisation in terms of me moving to Amsterdam, you know, quite recently. I, I do feel like I've spent the last year working a lot and working on my side projects and future goals and all of that kind of stuff. And it was only really until recently that I was sort of like, okay, well, I've actually moved here for a, you know, experience Europe and travel and new culture and new language, all of that. And, uh, you know, I, I want to make the most of that time because I, I don't think I'm going to be here for the rest of my life. So while I am here, I really do want to make the most of that. And so now that the weather is better, hey, summer, uh, I'm, I'm going to try and do that. So I'm going to try and, you know, spend more time outside and visit the park and go away on weekend trips and spontaneous road trips or, or whatever it is. And, you know, just maybe have a little bit of time off during summer uh, to to enjoy that I mean I don't think I, I I don't plan to do that like every weekend but 
especially in summer, I think it's nice to sort of enjoy enjoy the weather and enjoy the time while I'm here. I totally agree, and I think that's important too, but I'm wondering if we can put into words why we think that's important because when you think about it, like on paper, technically the harder you work and the more you get done, the like more you're moving towards your goals. But I personally believe that I shouldn't be working, you know, every spare second. I should be having this downtime. Otherwise, I guess I'm going to burn out or just for me feel like I'm not making the most of life, I suppose. But I think other people might have different opinions. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think it's easy to get caught in this trap of always working for the future. And like you said, when you were preparing to move to London, that was your future. And now that you're living that, it's sort of like, well, what's the next thing? You know, I think it's very easy to get caught up in always thinking ahead. Like for me right now, I'm sort of thinking five years ahead. And then I'm sure that in five years time, I'll be thinking another five years ahead and then et cetera, et cetera. And so if we're always thinking so far ahead, you know, when are we going to enjoy the now and the present? And I mean, I don't have an answer to that, but I think it's just balance. And I think that while it's still great to strive for future goals and work towards them, it is also equally as important to enjoy what you have now. Because I'm sure that five years ago when I was a teenager, I probably had goals that I probably have achieved. I mean, I guess, yeah, moving to Amsterdam was one of those. I wanted to move overseas and I've achieved that. And so hence why now that I'm here, I'm realizing that I also need to enjoy the fact that I achieved that goal and and make the most of it. That's so true. And you mean, you only have one life, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it's a waste to to waste it. (laughs) That wasn't very eloquent. But, you know, I think if you're not enjoying your present, are you going to enjoy your future even? You know, where is this point where you say, okay, that's enough, I can stop now and actually enjoy living my life? Yeah, because that's the thing. One day your future will be your present. And that's what's happened to me, I feel. Like there was definitely a shift in in the way I was thinking that when I was in New Zealand, I was always like, okay, well, when I'm in London and, you know, this was the thing that I knew was happening and that it was I was striving for. And now I'm here, I feel like I can be much more focused on just making my life, you know, day by day enjoyable. I've obviously got lots of goals for my side projects and things I'm working towards. But my main goal, I suppose, is to make sure that I enjoy myself every day and that I enjoy what I'm doing and I enjoy the way that I'm achieving those goals. Yeah. And I think it's important to get one thing clear of, like once you sort of achieve a goal, at least for me, like it doesn't have to end there. So for example, I might have a goal of, I don't know, maybe in two years time, I want to launch an online course, for example. And, you know, I might do that in two years time. And then I can come up with a different goal. But that doesn't mean that I'm always constantly thinking about the future. Like in two years time, yeah, I want to do this course. And, you know, then I might enjoy it for a little while. And, just keep moving forward while still enjoying and receiving the benefits of that course that I made. You know, it's kind of like this uh, lifelong sort of continuum where you kind of have goals, you achieve them, and then you you strive on and you go for the next thing while still receiving the benefits of the previous one. Yeah, totally. The goalposts shift. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, I think that it's good and it's fun and it's 
it's a good balance and it keeps me happy to have those goals and something to work towards. I mean, I think I'm quite a person that if I didn't have those goals, I'd probably feel a little bit lost. And, you know, I'm sure we've talked about this on previous episodes that, you know, we're both quite motivated and ambitious and that's sort of our drive and what keeps us going. And that kind of momentum of having those goals and fulfilling those goals is sort of what keeps driving us forward. But I still... Like, I don't feel like that means that I'm not living in the now, you know? Like, I feel like me working towards those goals is me living in the now because that's what I'm doing right now. Definitely. I think for some people, though, it's easy to get caught up in goals. You know, you're thinking about this future and you build it up in your mind, I suppose, and you think it's going to be so great when I achieve this and I just want to, you know, I want to get there as fast as possible. So that means I'm going to work on it as hard as possible, which means less living in in the present you know and it's easy to get caught up in that but I don't think that's a good way to to live your life no so I mean I'm interested to know since you started side projects and your YouTube channel and and whatnot I mean do you feel like you don't have as much social time or do you feel like you don't appreciate the now as much I think those are two very different questions. I definitely don't have more social time. So I definitely have less social time, I should say, because I'm filling my time up with other things. But in a way, having side projects is what's helped me think more about time and how precious it is and appreciate the now in a way. Uh, To be honest, I've had side projects for a very long time. Like Even back in university, I was running a little t-shirt company, so that was just one side project as opposed to the who knows how many I have now, but still (laughs) that was, you know, something I had to focus on in my time that I wasn't spending studying. So I can't really remember what it was like to literally have nothing to do, (laughs) but I definitely think that having side projects and having things to achieve myself and you know that forces me to think about the way I spend my time allows me to do things like enjoy concerts more because when I'm there like we talked about it's a conscious choice that this is exactly where I want to be at this moment this is how I want to be spending my time so I guess I can enjoy it more in a way does that make sense yeah and I definitely feel that too like I used to feel but you know before I had side projects and things like I used to feel a little bit guilty doing those social things like going to concerts or going to movies or even just watching TV at home, for example, because like I knew deep inside of me that there were things that I wanted to create and things that I want to do in this world and that spending time watching TV or just going out for dinners every night with my friends uh, isn't going to help me better achieve that goal or get closer to achieving that goal. So now that I actually do work on those things, I feel like I can much more enjoy those social times because I feel like I have earned it a little bit more, you know? Like I don't feel like I'm just going out and socialising every night and then not really feeling fulfilled personally. So the fact that I do work on these goals and these side projects means that when I decide to prioritise the time to socialise and go out, I feel like I can much more enjoy and and focus on it because I've already achieved something earlier in the day that I'm I'm proud of and I know that I still managed to work towards my long-term goal that day. Yeah, I totally agree. That's the way I think of it too. Do you think there's some pressure on, you know, having side projects to work harder and not have that downtime? You know, we see people like Gary Vee who in his videos, he's always on the move. You know, he's always working on something and hustling on something. Do you ever feel like you need to be doing that too? 
Because I think I definitely used to. I don't anymore, but I feel like I used to have this pressure that, what am I doing? You know, I shouldn't be choosing to do this. If I really wanted to be successful, I'd be still working on this, you know? Yeah, I mean, 100% agree, totally. And I still struggle with feeling that pressure sometimes. I mean, it's that thing of like, what Gary V is working hard and smart, you know, of like mm. constantly working. And if you're not working 24 seven, then you obviously don't want it, you know, enough and that kind of stuff. I mean, I think that's all like great motivation and great inspiration. Uh, but me personally, like I don't take away all of that. I just take away like the little good bits that I find inspiring. So like work hard and smart to me, I, I find that motivating, but Working hard and smart might mean something different to me than it does to Gary V. Like I assume to Gary V that basically means working 24-7. But to me that might mean working at the moment in my current situation four hours a day on side projects, for example, because I still have a day job to attend to. So I think it means different things for different people. Uh, but I definitely do feel like that sort of hustle pressure, right, that everyone keeps yeah. talking about at the moment. It's like hustle, 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 and is everybody working hard enough, smart enough, fast enough? And, I mean, I don't know. Do you think everyone's going to lead to, like, one big burnout because everyone feels this pressure to work so hard? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, probably, to be honest. I don't think it's very sustainable. I think probably for people like Gary Vee, it might be sustainable for rare people, you know, but he's not everyone. Not everyone is Gary Vee. And also we don't see all of his life. So even though it appears in his videos, like he never watches an episode of a TV show or anything, we don't really know. Yeah. I feel like everyone has to switch yeah. off at some point. And also he has a whole family too. Like he has children that you never see about. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure he talks to his kids around the dinner table for an hour or something, you know, about their days, because that's what having a family is like, I assume, <laughs> not having one myself. <laughs> but, you know, that sort of thing, like, it must happen. It just, it's just that that's not the thing that's shown. And that's why I think it's important in this podcast for us to talk about the fact that we do have downtime and we're not always, you know, mm -hmm. working hard 24-7, because I don't want to give that impression to people and make people feel like if they want to be successful, they can't do fun things you know in yeah. quote marks because like we've said we do find what we do fun anyway but that you can't have downtime I I think you can be successful while having downtime and I think that you should make the time to live in the present and enjoy your life as you're achieving your goals you know it's about the journey totally and I don't think there's a single successful person on earth who doesn't enjoy downtime like like we see with Gary V we don't see his entire life and the other thing to note, actually, is that he has a whole team behind him. Like, true. there's people like him and like Sean Wes who have teams to help help them do what they're doing, whereas us, we're just the individuals trying to achieve the same thing. And so those people, while they have this sort of facade, or I guess their brand is about working hard and smart and, and hustling, you know, it's, it is important to remember that we don't see everything and that, you know, they're, they're real people too. They probably go out to the movies now and then or go out for dinner with their wives or whatever. And like you and I, we do the same thing. I mean, we talk a lot on this podcast about working hard and all the side projects that we do. But at the same time, you know, you also talk about the concerts that you go to. And sometimes I talk about the holidays I've been on and that kind of stuff. So, you know, we're real people and I think everybody needs a break now and then to enjoy life. I agree. Should we bring in some of our listeners' tweets here? We asked out on Twitter 
if other people had the same struggle, you know, you being so focused on the hustle and working towards the future, do they find it difficult to live in the present? We had people share their thoughts and tips, and some of them were really great. So Borja said that he thinks planning is key, so you know the deadlines and have free time to be present. And I asked him, like, you know, how he schedules that and makes sure he has time to live in the present. He said, I set deadlines for future plans like trips or a specific month to release a new product from my online store. And I keep track of my free time on my planner, for example, if I meet with friends, go to the movies, etc. And this is something that I do, like on my to-do list, I will put, like, like for example, tomorrow night I have dinner with Emma is on my to-do list because I know that's time that I need to allow for that I can't be working. So it's like a social activity I have to tick off, which sounds so nerdy. Yeah, that, that's actually true. quite interesting. So it goes on your to-do list and not yep. your calendar. Yep. I I don't really keep a calendar as such. Everything goes on the to-do list because then it's one place that I can see everything that I need to spend my time doing that day. That's really interesting. I mean, I'm similar with Borja in that I, you know, I set deadlines for future plans and yeah, I also use my calendar like that. So if I have a social thing or a social activity, then it gets added. Something that I have wanted to do, but Owen hasn't quite been keen to do is kind of schedule or set aside time for like date nights or whatever and, and that doesn't necessarily mean a date night like we have to go out and have a fancy dinner but it more just means a night of like you know no work no computers and a night for just us to spend time together whether that be at home yeah. or out or whatever uh, but he hasn't jumped on that bandwagon yet because <laughs> uh, he wants it to be spontaneous but I think soon we're going to get to a point where we will have to do that because we both spend a lot of our time on our computers and our phones and working a lot in the evenings so Soon, I think that'll have to happen. Yeah, I think if I didn't go to as many concerts and things and have those activities scheduled, I'd have to schedule in downtime just to hang out. But I find that more difficult. I think it's easier when there's a specific event or something you're going to. Like it, there's more of a reason, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eric had a bit of a touching tweet and he said that for him, it took having a traumatic experience to realize the true value of enjoying this moment. We are not promised tomorrow. Eric's story is an absolutely amazing one. For anyone who doesn't know, you need to check out f.studio.com and we'll link that in the show notes because Eric went through, it was uh, his apartment caught on fire and I think he lost pretty much everything. But there was this drawing that was stuck in his scanner, if I'm remembering the story correctly, forgive me for paraphrasing Eric, but the drawing, the hand lettering piece he had done said optimist and it was unscathed by the fire and honestly just it gives me chills every time I think about the story of his you have to read it for yourself and hear about it because it's absolutely beautiful and he's so right. It's It sucks that it takes things like that for us to realize that life is short and that we have to live in the moment but it's a great reminder and I've got uh, a patch of the optimist design that Eric made on my denim jacket that I like to wear and it just reminds me of that and I think that's yeah a cool thing to carry around with me yeah I think I mean Eric's story is very touching and and moving and quite a beautiful story and you know I think for us as as someone that hasn't had that sort of traumatic experience all we can sort of do is learn from that story and appreciate appreciate what we have and be thankful that we don't have to go or at least haven't had to yet go through such an experience and yeah I mean I'm very inspired by Eric's story as well and I think that's a very nice reminder to appreciate what we have. 
Pam said, I just spent the weekend on now planning because I got caught up in future goals and forgot to focus on this week and even this month. So that's interesting. I feel like sometimes I get caught up in that too, where I'm thinking so far ahead in the year that I don't start taking action on the things that are more pressing or more urgently due. Like, for example, I got really excited about my magazine idea a couple months ago and kind of sidelined other things that were a bit more sort of present because my magazine idea wasn't for like four or five months away. I don't know, do you experience that sometimes, Charlie? We get super excited about something? Yeah, for sure. And also that there's that working backwards thing. Like I'm really excited about something happening in the future, but actually I need to start working on it right now and it at least needs to be a part of my life right now if I'm going to get there. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's something that I have to think about more too. Jeff says, I think so in regards to if uh, it's difficult to live in the now. He says, especially with taking a step back and being proud of what you've accomplished, wanting to keep improving is good, but too much of it can lead to imposter phenomena because you're going too fast and not recognizing accomplishments. So I take this to mean that like you're so far thinking in the future about what's happening then and what you're going to achieve then that you don't take time to realize what you're achieving right now in life. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's true for a lot of people is that we always have bigger goals and we're always working towards bigger goals that we fail to appreciate the sort of smaller achievements that we make along the way. But I think they're still equally as important. I I think we still need to treasure those moments just as much as we would those future achievements. Totally. And um, I guess some people could perhaps see what they've done now and pat themselves on the back and feel like they don't need to work as hard then because they've achieved something already, you know. So if you're that type of person, just keep a check on that and maybe don't congratulate yourself too much too often. But for for the rest of us who we're always thinking, you know, further forward than that and always thinking we can achieve more and that we're not, you know, stuff isn't good enough yet where we're getting there, then it's good to remember that you're actually doing great things. Tony said that she gets caught in the hamster wheel of creation. I make sure I reconnect with others in my community to help give me some perspective. I think that's kind of to do with the hustle thing that we kind of talked about, right? Of like feeling that pressure to always be doing more and faster and just keeping on creating. Yeah, like go, go, go. You've got to do more. You've got to work faster. You've got to work harder. Yeah. Jillian said, yes, I've been trying to prioritize time for daily reflection and self-care so I can change my mindset. So I think that's great that she's recognized that, okay, I am thinking too far ahead. I'm not living in the now enough and she's doing things to change that. Actually, this is a good point. Do you have any tips, Fen, for people who are thinking super far ahead and perhaps forgetting to enjoy life as it is and the situation they're in at the moment? It's really hard to give one piece of advice for that, but I think... Kind of touching on what was said earlier by Jeff of just appreciating what you have now and how far you've come. I think it's very easy to get caught up in wanting to achieve this goal, which, you know, for some people that could be like a lifetime goal, right? And if you aren't feeling fulfilled along the way and you're only thinking that you'll be fulfilled and happy once you achieve it, which, I don't know, let's say that's going to be when you're in your 50s, then... I don't know, how can you have a happy and enjoyable life? I think we really need to enjoy those small milestones and those small achievements along the way and appreciate the now and and what we have right now as well. Yeah, I would say 
work towards your goal in a way that you enjoy. So don't make it your goal to enjoy the future. Make it your goal to enjoy the present as you get to the future. That was a confusing way of saying it. But yeah, you have to really enjoy the way you're getting there and you have to be happy with the way you're living life. Don't, I suppose, put life on hold for a few years while you work towards this thing and think it's okay, I'm going to give up these three years, but you know, then I'll be able to be happy and do the things I want. Find a way to do them now while still moving forwards. It might mean, like, let's be honest, it might mean that you don't reach your goal as soon. But in my personal opinion, I would much rather enjoy my life and enjoy my day to day than give up several years to reach, you know, this end goal faster. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know what kind of mindset and what kind of person I'd be by the time I get there if I haven't been enjoying life along the way I don't know if it'd be worth it to be honest and obviously there's no way to know without going through it but that's just not something I want to risk yeah exactly I mean you have to enjoy the journey as well and and the process of getting there and you know while I have lifetime goals and and five five year goals and that kind of thing in the future I also have a goal of enjoying life and feeling fulfilled and doing things that I enjoy and you know those are goals that I have for the present, for the now. And I feel like I am achieving those as well as being on track to achieving those more long-term goals. So I do feel like while I am very, very long-term focused, I do still appreciate the now and appreciate what I'm doing. I mean, while I could have a bit more, you know, quote unquote social time and maybe time away from working, uh, I'm still very fulfilled in the work that I produce and in the work that I put out. So I mean, I'm happy and I think that's what's most important. That's definitely what's most important. I would say if anyone's struggling with this, you know, to they're thinking too far in the future and not enjoying the present, think about what you enjoy doing and make sure you fill your weeks with those things, like even just a little bit of them. Like for me, it's uh, going to concerts, cooking meals, going seeing friends, those little things that, you know, I, if I sprinkle touches of them throughout my week, then it, it helps me get through and helps me enjoy life. And I make sure that I'm always working on a little piece of all of my side projects each week because I enjoy doing them all and I don't want one to get forgotten, you know. So making sure that it's it's like a juggling act, really, to make sure you're fitting everything in and feeling fulfilled because it's easy to get caught up in one thing and ignore the others. But it's the formula you have to work out, I think. A formula for what needs to go into your life for you to enjoy it. And then it's up to you to make sure you fill your weeks with those things. Totally. I couldn't agree more. I mean, you don't want to become a robot or a machine that just you know sits in your hole, always working towards future goals. I mean, I think we need to give just as much weight and importance to the present because after all, the experience that we have in the present Uh, what's going to influence us as a person going forward and how we might achieve those goals and who we might be in the future. And so, I mean, I pull every day from experiences that I have in the now and bring those into my projects and those projects help me achieve my future goals. So it's all kind of a cycle and I think we just need to balance it all out. Yeah, it all works together. Good chat. Episode 32. Very good chat. Hopefully this, I don't know, hopefully this was inspiring or at least got people thinking. Maybe people completely disagree with us. I don't know. But if that's the case, whatever the way you feel about living in the now, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to reach out on Twitter, we are at DesignLifeFM and share your thoughts. Let's talk about this living in the present thing. 
Will you be Snapchatting your time at VidCon? Mm, probably a little bit, maybe. The Wi-Fi and, you know, data situation there is always hectic because there's like thousands of people in one space. So not making promises, but I'm definitely vlogging. So that will happen. So people should keep an eye out for VidCon vlogs. Definitely. But if you want to hear more about this podcast, you can go to designlife.fm and you'll see all our past episodes and you can also sign up for our newsletter there. Make sure you do sign up for the newsletter because that's where we send out every Monday morning a link to the episode with some notes about it, some takeaways, and you can get a little glimpse at what you're about to listen to. And if you've been enjoying the show, we would love it if you would leave us a review on iTunes. We recently got a review from Mark, who is an architect in Atlanta, and he said, This podcast is super cool. It's fun, entertaining, and highly motivational. I enjoy every episode as these two designers discuss the challenges and enjoyment of living a design life. I think that's a really cute summary of our show. I love it. Thank it you, is. Mark. Yeah. yeah, thanks, Mark. We really appreciate that review and are glad that you're enjoying the show. And if you're listening and enjoying it, maybe consider leaving us a review. Yeah, it would really help out the show. It helps us find new listeners, get new people in to join the conversation for future episodes. So go do it. See you next week, Charlie. Bye, fam. Bye. Bye.